0: Okay, my friends, welcome to episode two. Today we're going to be talking about the ever-evolving cocktail of life. You know, the, the good, the bad, the happy, the sad, the joy, the grief, all just mixed together for one incredible cocktail. And about how if we want to show up in ways that matter, we really have to learn to embrace what is. So let's do this. You're listening to the Show Up Podcast. I'm your host, Gentry Lesby, and I'm here to help you show up for your life, your business, and most importantly, yourself. And yes, even when you don't feel like it. My friends, your life matters, your ideas matter, and it's time to make an impact with both. Are you ready to get started? Okay, we have a tradition in my family and with my group of friends, and we've been doing this for a long time. It's something that I started with my family at first, maybe 10 years ago, and then it slowly has trickled into my closest friend group. And the tradition is this. Every year, we ask the question on your birthday, what was the biggest lesson you learned in the last year of your life? No biggie, right? Just... Just summarize your entire year and your biggest lesson. No big deal. I guess this is what it's like for all of my friends and family to have a personal development junkie as, you know, your friend or your husband or your son or your brother, because I ask these types of questions on your birthday. You're so lucky, aren't you? So anyway, the idea is basically summarize the last year of your life by sharing the biggest lesson you learned. This has become a thing now, which is really, really awesome and I love, but people actually think about this leading up to their birthday because they know the question is coming. It's something that I love to ask and I love to hear the responses. Because in other people's responses, we often learn a lesson ourselves or they're able to articulate something that we might have experienced as well but they do it in a way that really resonates with what we're what we're experiencing. Okay, but I also get asked this question, right? Fair is fair. It's not like I'm just asking this question and then I don't have to answer it myself. So I get asked the question, and I think it was maybe 2 years ago. My lesson that I shared was all about making space for all that life offers. To me that meant making space for the good and the bad times, the hard, challenging seasons, and the more fun, energetic, optimistic seasons of life. Because I wasn't actually embracing everything that life had to offer. My tendency with harder things is to go dark, or to stick my head in the sand, or to pretend everything is okay, I just want to keep the peace internally inside of myself for as long as possible. That's my goal. And so I wasn't holding the good and the bad equally. And if I remember correctly, I think I described it with my hands open. So picture me sitting at a table, we've just finished the birthday cake and I've got there telling my biggest lesson of the year. So both of my hands are just Up, My palms are up and they're open. And I was saying that in the one hand we have all of the good and in the other hand we have all of the bad. And what I've been doing is I've been clenching my my hand closed, the bad hand, the thing that holds all the bad and the dark and the hard. And I haven't been embracing it equally as the good. And so I learned that if I want to really show up in ways that matter in my life, I have to embrace both equally. Here's the thing, I wasn't ignoring reality. I wasn't trying to say that bad things weren't happening or that harder parts of life didn't exist. I just didn't want to make space for them myself. Okay, has anyone seen the TV show Friends? You know, kind of like a global phenomenon, no big deal, right? Do you remember the episode with Monica's closet? I'm going to give a quick recap for those who haven't seen Friends. If you haven't seen it, please start watching this show. But anyway, Monica is this really, really neat freak. And she cleans her house meticulously. Everything has a place. She's totally type A. And she is just like the most organized, clean freak of a character that you'll ever watch. There's this episode where there's this door that's always been in their apartment and we've never seen into the door. It's always been there, but most people probably never even noticed it. So they do this episode about this door and her husband Chandler is trying to break in to this door. It's a closet and he asks her about it and she's basically like, no, no, I'm not going to let you in there. So eventually he gets into the closet and when he pulls the doorway, it is floor to ceiling stacked with stuff. I mean just packed with stuff. Not the type of closet you'd see from a hyper-organized clean freak like Monica. So (laughs) you know the show goes on to to say like Monica she has a place for everything in the closet and it's just she knew everything that was in there and it's, it's organized chaos but the point is she put all of it behind a closed door. She didn't make space for those things In her apartment and that's kind of how I look at it with myself I knew the good and the bad I knew the hard things that were happening I knew the challenges that I was facing but I just I wanted to put them in the closet and lock them away I wasn't uh, saying they didn't exist I just didn't want to deal with them I didn't want to make make space for them in my life so right now As of recording this podcast, our world is in a crisis. We're in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis. And to be honest, this was not the second episode that I had planned for launching my podcast, but it's so important because right now, it feels like the bad is outweighing the good. It feels like there is more hard times than easy times. In the middle of a crisis, I think it's the best time to learn how to embrace all that life has to offer. So in my own journey of learning to embrace everything that life offers, I have identified three phases that I have to move through to really embrace all that life is. The first phase is awareness. And awareness is all about making space for what is. It's about making space for what is, it's about looking at all that's happening around you and saying, I'm aware and I'm going to make space for it. So you're taking stock on all that life is offering you the good, the bad, the sad, the happy, the birth of new babies and the death of loved ones, the promotions at work and the layoffs. Everything that is happening in and around you, both the things that you want to shove in a closet and lock and hide away, and those things that you want to share with the world. Awareness is first and the most important phase to work through. And this is because without awareness, life is happening to you instead of life happening for you. When you're not aware of what's going on, or you're not willing to be aware of what's going on, then you are shoving things away in a closet to deal with at another time. But the problem is, when you're shoving things away, you're actually just shoving them deeper inside of you, deeper inside of your your psyche and your subconscious and your being. So if you are trying to ignore or avoid the things that are happening to you, you're not actually doing that. You're just pushing them farther down within your being. And let me tell you, from experience, those things are gonna surface at some point and you're going to have to deal with them. So when you become aware, instead of life happening to you, everything is happening to you, instead of you playing the role of victim in your life, Life is now happening for you. Everything can serve you if you become aware of it. I mean, it's simple. Listen, when you're unaware, you are not fully showing up for the good times and the bad times. I think people think that if they avoid the bad and the hard, that their life is just full of the good and the happy. Well, that's just BS. Right? Just because you decide, oh, I'm not going to accept the hard and the bad doesn't mean the hard and the bad goes away. It's still there. You're just storing it to deal with at a later time. All right, so if you want to become aware, there's two questions you can ask yourself to help you tap into awareness in your life. The first one is as basic as it gets. What is happening around me? Think about the situations you're facing, the conversations you're having, uh, the state of the world, the state of your family, the state of your job, whatever it is, think about it. What is happening around you? Answer that question. Be specific. Be detailed. Don't be vague about this and just be honest. Don't try to hide the bad. Don't only focus on the good. Think about all of it. And then the second question you have to ask yourself is what's happening inside of me as a result. So you've identified all those things happening around you. Now identify what's happening inside of you. And I'm talking more about emotionally what's happening inside of you. Yes, I'm talking about emotions, but you got to get specific. Listen, I'm one to shut down emotions. Historically, that's been my go-to, but I'm in a new season of life thank goodness, figure out those emotions that are going on inside of you because of what's happening around you and describe it to yourself, right? Describe what fear feels like in your body. Describe what happiness feels like in your body. Once you become aware, then you can move on to the second phase, which is acceptance. And I'm talking about total and complete acceptance. This means that you do not get to choose what you accept and what you don't accept. That is called control. Do you hear me? You have to accept all of it. Every situation that you experience, everything that's happening, you have to accept it because it will serve you in some way. When you approach everything that's happening from this perspective, how is this serving me? It becomes a whole lot easier to accept what's going on around you, but it cannot serve you until you accept it. For me, what was hard about acceptance is that I thought anything negative was going to destroy me. Honestly, I thought that if, if I allowed negative emotions to exist within me, that I would be flatlined that I wouldn't survive it. For me, the easiest way now to accept accept something is to just remember this. I will survive this too. I have a 100% success rate of surviving everything that has already happened to me. 100%. That's a pretty good track record. And listen, you do too. How do I know that you have a 100% success rate surviving everything that's happened to you? Because you're listening to this podcast, which means you're still living... You're still breathing, and you're still going through the motions of life, right? You've got this. You're going to survive this. But if just telling yourself isn't enough, I get it. I hear you, so here's what you're going to do. Grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, write out whatever situation you're dealing with. Write it in the least emotional, most factual way you can. But then I want you to write what your emotional response is to it. It's kind of like the awareness where you determine what's happening and then how is it affecting you. Same thing. Write out what's happening, but then write down the emotional response to it and keep this simple. Write down the emotion. Let's go with that. One word. Because you have what happened, that's your situation, and then you have how you've reacted to it or how you've responded to it. And one of those things is the emotions that you have because of what's happened. So you've got what's happened, you've written down the emotion. And then I want you to start thinking about your life. And think about when you've experienced this emotion or something similar before, I want you to write down how you overcame that. And it could be as simple as I didn't really do anything specific, I just waited and eventually I stopped feeling sad or I went and talked to a friend and they talked me through it. And then I was able to no longer feel uh, nervous, whatever. You have evidence of how you've survived that specific emotion before. Write that evidence down. Because when you have the evidence, you can rely on telling yourself that I will survive this too. You have a 100% success rate. You got this, people. You've got this. And then, so you've become aware. You're accepting. The last thing is allowance. This is the final phase to move through. And that is making allowance for this, whatever this is, to exist in your life and to pass on by. I can't tell you how long it will take to pass on by. It's going to be different for every person in every situation. It's going to be different for you every single time. But you have to make allowance for that. Because when you allow that good to exist next to the bad, then you start to see the pattern of balance that life has. Sometimes there's more good. Sometimes bad comes along. But it all eventually balances itself out. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm actually an optimist at heart. And sometimes the optimist in me still wants to run from this truth, this truth that life will balance itself out when you become aware of what's happening, you accept it, and you make allowance for it. But when I ran from the fact that good can exist next to bad within me and in my own life, and I can make space for that, when I was running for that, I was miserable so much more miserable than I am now, now that I allow space for all of it. It passes so much faster. The bad, the bad passes the bad moments and the sadness and the depression and the grief and the anger and the frustration and the bitterness. It all passes a lot faster when I move from awareness to acceptance to allowance I was spending so much energy and so much time trying to shove another thing in Monica's closet that I didn't have energy or time to live a full life like we are all intended to. This is what I'm saying. You're gonna spend so much energy and so much time trying to not accept and embrace all that is, all that life has to offer the entire human experience. You're gonna spend so much time and energy that you're not gonna actually have time to enjoy any part of life or to live a full life. Do you hear me? So here's what you gotta do. At the very least, I want you to make a decision to embrace all that life has to offer and make a decision to see how all of it can serve your growth as a human. That's it. If all you do after listening to this podcast is start there, start with that decision, you'll be good. Because I know once you make that decision, you're going to start to move into awareness, acceptance, and allowance. I know that because I've lived that. So just make that decision. Listen, life is this constant cocktail, right? It's just this mixture of all the good, and the bad, and the happy, and the sad, and the joy, and the grief, and We don't get to just live in one of those things for our entire life. That's not realistic. But if you want to embrace all of it so that you can show up in ways that matter, you have to move from awareness to acceptance to allowance. Be aware of what's happening, accept all of it, and allow it to be and pass. When you learn to live with all that life brings, you will have a much fuller, Life, and you will experience so much more. And when one side gets stronger than the other, when the bad outweighs the good, and when the grief outweighs the joy, and when the suffering outweighs the pleasure, just remember, you will survive this too. And eventually, life will balance back out. Oh man, that is good. I think it's good. Do you think it's good? I hope you think it's good. And I hope it's helpful for you because this has been a really big lesson in my life. Learning to make space for all that is. Embracing what is. If you liked this, do me a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave a review. uh, Subscribe. Share it with your friends. All of those things. It really helps me out and I would really appreciate it. And also, if you head to my website, gentrylesby.com forward slash start, I've got a guide there called the show up life script, which is all about helping you figure out the things you're telling yourself that are holding you back and rewrite those. So it looks at limiting beliefs and the stories you're telling yourself, and it helps you create a more empowering narrative to live from. So you can get that at gentrylesby.com forward slash start. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you today. Until next time, stay well, stay curious.